0: welcome back to the coffee hour i'm andy bates
1: i'm sarah Golseth.
0: it is monday and i am excited to have this guest in studio we haven't had a chance to talk with uh, this guest in a while and that's because we're excited to talk because she has a, a second edition of this book. And we're talking about the author, Cheryl Swope. She's an educator and author, author of Simply Classical, A Beautiful Education for Any Child. And uh, this book has been around for six years and gone into the hands of many homeschoolers and educators as well. And being used uh, by many families families um, to uh, to adopt classical education in their homes and in their cla- in their education approach, whether it's homeschool or a typical classroom, and uh, just excited to share updates on this book and how it's being used in studio with us, Cheryl Swob. Thank you so much for joining us, Cheryl.
1: You are welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Six years uh, of this, your. I would say your baby but you also have wonderful babies too who are now adults ah oh, goodness oh, that the they've grown up too and uh this book came about as you were an educator and teaching your children right
1: you are right that's right this is my literary baby yes. <laughs> my babies michael and michelle are at home
0: six years now that classical um simply classical has been around what are some of the stories you've heard from folks who are using simple, simply classical
1: Oh, the stories are amazing because not only is there a book, but now there's a curriculum, the Simply Classical Curriculum, so that parents and schools can go ahead and implement the ideas that I set forth in that first edition. So the stories are so heartwarming and they just pour in things like um, just this week, I I received a video of this little girl um, who had her mother said had been crying tears into her spelling papers in the past. Very difficult time learning. And, um, and the the video she sent me, she actually is not only excelling in spelling and doing very well in spelling and the English language, but the video was of her beginning with Oremus, let us pray. And she said the sanctus in Latin. Wow. (laughs) So now the mom said, I'm crying tears of gratitude. It's, it's, amazing when you raise the standards for children with special needs and also really emphasize their, their humanity with truth and goodness and beauty. You're, you're going so far beyond the life skills that we often focus on or the pragmatics. And so it's an elevating and inspiring education even for the child, but definitely for the parents. Nobody wants to feel like their entire education is remedial and this this gives them an efficient effective way to raise those standards make adaptations where where needed and and then have the lord himself at the center of of it all
0: that you just painted a beautiful picture mm-hmm. there uh you know because quite often um you know when we hear classical education some have some of us have misconceptions that classical education is you know we have these mental pictures that it's this elite academy and the just perhaps you know um exclusive education uh, How can classical education serve well children with special needs
1: well first. I think it's important to address the fact that it was initially a little bit more elitist, a little bit more exclusive. And I think that's because 20 years ago when when we were kind of reclaiming this kind of education, we had to set it apart from what was going on around us. So this was in the 80s, 90s, and people were starting to really lament the plummeting SAT scores and plummeting literacy rates and... Um, plummeting math scores everything was falling and frankly it's not that much better now in um, the general population so in order to reclaim classical education there had to be something different and one of the biggest differences was that it was more highly academic there was a rigor about it so first in those first two decades or so it was establishing this rigor as as the centerpiece of the pedagogy, the teaching. But now what's happening is realizing that there's an actual heart to all of this. Mm -hmm. The content, the children's classics, the classics that you read when you're older, mathematics, science, the, the wonder of creation, all of the things that we're reclaiming are beyond just a high level of academics. So now it's as if people are saying, okay, especially with the advent of simply classical, Maybe we want to open this to every human student and how do we do that? So now it is becoming obvious that, that students with special needs actually respond better to an approach that's orderly and efficient and effective rather than some of the more random or so-called creative approaches that, that can leave a child, um, can, can kind of leave a child behind the, the sort of child who needs that structure needs that routine that predictability the the classical approach really matches well with a student with special needs even though we've we have thought that this is just for the elite in the past hey mm-hmm. yeah, you mentioned all of the structure that comes along with classical education um, what it what does that look like practically um, in a day to day basis uh, with a family with special needs what is that that practical implementation of classical education with a family. And I can speak for our curriculum. In the Simply Classical curriculum, we start with an opening. And I always say the opening is the most powerful time of your day. It was for us homeschooling. It sets the tone. For us, we always began with comfort the comfort of the gospel and just realizing, all right, all of our striving and all of this, it's its all wrapped in God's mercy for us. So setting the tone with that sort of an opening, but then moving straight into academics with a recitation. It often starts with recitations of the things that we already know, and that becomes a cumulative body of knowledge for kids, whether it's math facts or scripture verses or Latin conjugations or whatever the recitations um, are comprised of. It can even be like the names of the planets and the oceans, it it encompasses all of the subject matter. And as the children realize that their knowledge is growing, that's also a great way to start. So an opening with the Bible readings or catechism or whatever sorts of studies and then a recitation. And then we usually move to the hard things, which are math and reading initially, and then it becomes math and Latin. And we make sure those happen in the day before anything else. And then um, it's, it's um, a moving swiftly, but covering deeply. That's kind of the, the approach for us. We finished most of our heavy academics by lunch, and then we went to um, just go off and read mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. We read lots and lots of books together, so that was our our literature. Really was pretty relaxed, and that was a nice after lunch time. And from there, we would go to add the various enrichment things: music, art, history. So, in a uh, nutshell, that's kind of how it was for us.
0: And, and that has served your family very well. There are many other families who are using Simply Classical, the Simply Classical curriculum, and uh, it, it's serving them well. They're, they're learning, they're growing together, not just the students, but also the parents and the whole <laughs> family too, as part of this process.
1: Yes, we say we're redeeming two generations of <laughs> education at <laughs> once. Yeah. Yes, I felt that way when I was going through, exactly. I didn't have Latin in school. I didn't read a lot of the great works, but through my kids, and through that education I did. Thanks Mm -hmm. be to God.
0: I have a kindergartner, and thinking probably around second grade um, we may start looking at Latin in our household uh, to, to lay that foundation for so many things. It would be useful not only in study of theology, but also in study of other uh, languages mm-hmm. as well right. to have and that foundation. Right, mm-hmm. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. right. And it also just orders thinking because it's a very orderly language to learn. Mm-hmm.
0: I could use some order.
1: <laughs> so, uh,
0: <laughs> not only are homeschool families using simply classical curriculum, but, uh, schools as well.
1: Yes. A lot of our classical schools, as we talked about before, are now opening their doors to children with special needs. There's one in, um, Louisville, Kentucky that I've, I've visited many times. I just love them. They um, happen to be a Roman Catholic school, their name is Immaculata Classical Academy. They see opening their doors to children with Down syndrome as a pro-life statement. Mm. So they are intentional about integrating, mm-hmm. intentional about integrating children with Down syndrome into their schools um, or into their classrooms. And then um, a lot of a lot of schools are using simply classical as an adjunct. Maybe they have the regular Memorial Press curriculum and then they add the Simply Classical for those students who need an adapted approach. Maybe less writing, a little bit less, um, less of abstractions, things like that. But there is an entire school that just opened this fall that we're really excited about, and it is a Simply Classical school. It's near Tulsa. I'm heading down there in just uh, another week or so. Michelle and I both are driving down. We did some teacher training with their faculty, 14 hours over wow. the summer, this last summer, and they opened just as a pilot year. Everyone is using Simply Classical, the curriculum, and they, they limited it to 11 students to make sure that they really were knowing what they were doing. These are significantly challenged students with like say nonverbal autism and um, intellectual disability. Well, they have a waiting list for the next fall. This is a Christian school for special needs. They have a waiting list. Next fall, they have over 250 applications. So the need is out there. And if anybody listening has a, a burden to help children with special needs, the, the Simply Classical curriculum is from Memoria Press, memoriapress.com. Our website is classicalspecialneeds.com. And that's also where the second edition can be found, the second edition of the book. That's sort of the heart of it it all. And we added in this new edition an entire chapter for classrooms, schools, and teachers.
0: Very good. So the second edition of Simply Classical, A Beautiful Education for Any Child, uh, is is now available. Any other other features you want us to know about in the second edition? A, A whole chapter for schools? Anything else?
1: The other thing that was a delight to add. We added a lot more real stories. Initially, the, the first book really was a a telling, a narrative of my experience with my own children. Now we have so many other stories. So it's, it's an inspiring read and people are saying that they are enjoying this one even more than the first because there are so many other stories in there.
0: Outstanding. Well, Cheryl, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. Excited to share uh, Simply Classical with our listeners today. And now the second edition. Congratulations and uh, God's blessings on your work as well. Thanks for joining us on the Coffee Hour. Thank you. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth. <laughs>